Well, hello there, film fans, film lovers, film goers, and last but not least, film makers. Do you know where you have tuned in? Well, you have tuned in to the Flick Fair Film Festival official podcast with yours truly, Akil Wingate. And yes, this is the one-stop destination for all things movie magic. And when we say magic, oh, do we mean magic. Like romance, comedy, drama, action, adventure, science fiction, horror, experimental, music video, documentary, and so much more. Yes, so much more over at flickfair.com. Go over to flickfair.com to get your festival pass where you can plunge yourself headfirst into a world of cinematic adventure. Yes, all kinds of movies that you can watch 24-7. Now, all you have to do is click on the button that says get your festival pass to get your festival pass. And then you can also become one of our judges because we have entries from all over the world and we need you to help us choose our winners. Not only that, you can now take the movie magic where Wherever you go, because Flick Fair comes in an app. Go to the App Store or Google Play to get the Flick Fair app and take the movie magic wherever you go. Now, we've had so many exciting guests here at the Flick Fair Film Festival official podcast, but don't take my word for it. Here is a teaser just to whet your appetite. Have a listen. Third Eye Blind uh, went on tour without a new album, and they decided to kind of play the. Uh, the hits as it were and this is after a 20-year anniversary tour and we headed out with them and decided to explore their fan favorite motorcycle drive-by which was a which was a song that didn't really get radio play and wasn't used for commercials but connected with the fans uh in a certain way that their hits didn't and we wanted to explore that uh, um, connection between band and fan in motorcycle drive-by and my name is David Wexler, and I'm the writer-director of this film. When the love of his life is kidnapped and held for a ransom by terrorists in North Africa, a war hero Brad Paxton races against the clock to rescue her in a daring and a deadly operation. My name is Hisham Haji, and I'm the director and the producer of Redemption Day. Listen, sir. Those nightmares you're having, they ain't going away. You need to do something about it. I don't know if it's the right time for me to leave. You gotta trust me here. Morocco's beautiful. In Morocco, we have found something incredible. And we have been granted access to excavate. We have to be careful. We are very close to the border. Why did you choose sort of this somber kind of tone for your opening uh, opening wide shot with the so that's, composition? I wanted to give this feeling of a meditative space. Mm. That's her morning routine. I mean, as, as soon as she starts massaging that donut dough, it just feels like that's her way of meditating. Mm. And I just, just want to give that quiet respect, that space for her. And and also you can see in her tone, in behind her softness, her gentleness, there's this something that she has to come over. Has it's her sort of past mm. and the difficulties that she had. So in every beautiness, there's this 
sort of a sadness sadness to it yeah without giving too much away we're going to actually play a clip right about here and uh listeners you can hear for yourself so I'm Jean. I'm, I'm American, actually, but Taiwanese. My husband's French. That's why I'm here in Paris. I came 28 years ago, and I started making cookies for my children. It's developed into a, a cookie business, and I opened my boutique four years ago. Back in the 50s and 60s, like everyone's dream was to go get their doctorate in sciences or whatever in America, right? My father, um, I think he came in 1958, he immigrated to Kansas because they had a very good engineering university. And then at that time, you weren't allowed to bring your wife and children over. You had to be employed. And so once he got that, he did this record four years time. And then he was able to, he got his first job and then he brought my mother and my sister and brother over. And then I was born afterwards. So um, now I'm gonna get sad. <laughs> okay, I have to recollect myself. Okay, where was it? So in Kansas, it's like the wheat belt of the U.S. There's all the, the wheat fields. And so there's this tradition of baking cookies. And um, I grew up with all these mothers baking cookies. And the story is basically revolving around a young scientist who becomes entangled in a military mission to deliver the only antidote that will save mankind. And then on her journey, she finds out she's not only fighting for survival, but also being confronted from demons from her past. Hi, this is uh, Jean de Moron. I'm the producer of the proof of concept short film, Megan. And there you have it. Now you're probably wondering how you can catch up on all of these exciting episodes of the podcast. Well, it is so simple. Go to flickfair.com, click on podcast, and then you'll have an archive of all the previous episodes from this season. And not to mention, we've got so much more ahead. Now, you hear that? That is the sound of the dentist drill whirring in your mouth. That is the sound of the MRI scan thrumming around your head. That is the sound of the doctor's tools, of the dentist's tools, of the tools that are, well, ticking away at your body. And our guest today is here to tell us all about that and more right after this. You're listening to the Flickfair Film Festival official podcast. We'll be right back. There's no time like the present to get your Flickfair Film Festival festival pass. Go to flickfair.com, look for the button that says get your festival pass to get your festival pass. And then you can watch movies anytime you like. Flickfair.com. Did you know Flickfair now comes in an app? Yes, it does. Simply go to the App Store or Google Play and look for Flickfair to download the new Flickfair app and take the movie magic wherever you go. That's the Flickfair app available in Google Play and the App Store. Get yours today. The Flickfair Film Festival official podcast is here weekly with exciting interviews with equally exciting guests in the world of cinema. Yes, that's the Flickfair Film Festival podcast. Are you a storyteller? Are you a filmmaker? Well, now is your chance to get in on the excitement 
and share your vision with the rest of the world. Go to flickfair.com to register your film and enter into our monthly film festival contest. Yes, drama, science fiction, horror, adventure, the list goes on. Bring your story to the world and share it with us. Welcome back to the Flickfair Film Festival official podcast with yours truly, Akil Wingate. Now, before the break, I teased that our guest today is here to tell us all about this magical evolution of humankind set to the soundtrack of doctor's tools and dentist tools. Well, let's not beat around the bush. Here's today's Logline. Logline. My name is Wolfgang Schmidt. I'm uh, a musician from uh, Germany, and I am uh, very lucky uh, that I could do uh, by uh, by accident this movie, this film, and uh, the logline of this uh, thing maybe uh, this uh, film tells the story of a person from their birth, the fights in which they are involved throughout the pains and desperations they have to suffer suffer uh, the hopes they entertain and abandon the dreams they'll fulfill and see shattered and finally the peace they find whether this peace ends in death or survival uh and ladies and gentlemen that is our guest wolfgang schmidt who has brought to us the film homo Dias, here at the flick fair film festival wolfgang thank you so much for joining us it is absolutely a pleasure to have you here to talk to you today thank you for inviting me uh first thing i want to get right to uh is you are someone after my own heart a musician a composer someone who lives and breathes music um where did the idea of creating a musical score in one hand and uh, a story, a visual story in the other, and bringing these two together, combining these two together to make what we have here? Where did this idea come from? Yeah, uh, it all starts with uh, not so a great situation by myself. I mm -hmm. uh, became sick uh, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, seriously sick and have to, uh, had to uh, go through a lot of uh, machines mm -hmm. uh, to, to, get, uh, to get the healing I needed. And uh, I remember it was one morning at six o'clock, they sent me to a machine, this uh, MRT, it's called mm. MRT, you know, maybe uh, the magnet resonance uh, tomograph, yeah. it's called, uh, I think a lot of people know this, uh, you come into this uh, small space and it, it's, it's a completely loud sound there inside and it's uh, I, I was uh, kind of sleeping there because it was so early in the morning mm. and then the sound began and I thought it's uh, it sounds uh, like techno music like a, mm. uh, in, in a club uh, and uh, I was fascinated by, by this sound and uh, when I jumped out from this uh, uh, thing uh, I asked uh, uh, the persons uh, they run this uh, if I could record this, because it was <laughs> f fascinated by that. And they said it's impossible to record it because uh, 
uh, there's a big uh, magnetic field oh. and everything uh, you bring uh, in the near of this uh, machine and this is a small thing of metal inside this thing like uh, of course a recording machine or a microphone or whatever mm. uh, it would destroy it rapidly wow. and also destroy the machine wow and 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 so i thought that's really interesting yes so, it is <laughs> i had never yeah. i had never known that before actually yeah it's wow. a big big magnetic field uh, mm. uh, um, um yeah and uh, maybe uh, you never were in in this uh, machine no uh, no uh, uh, congratulations <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully, <laughs> never. <you> <laughs> hopefully never hopefully never if you have to go to, uh, uh, they will tell you uh, that you have to uh, um, leave your uh, clock and, and everything metal things uh, away uh, mm. outside the room because of that. So and, and then I thought a lot of uh, how I can record this sound and uh, I found a, a kind of a, a way and they helped me, the medicine pers uh, persons, they helped me to find this way to get uh, that much outside that I can uh, have the, the uh, distance uh, they need mm. and uh, the, the close situation I need also for, for to, to record the sound. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that was a, 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 a kind of an experiment and uh, it took me some time to, to figure it out. Uh, at least uh, it was successful and uh, then I was fixed uh, on by this idea to, to collect these sounds. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately I had a lot of contact with uh, different machines. Uh, like also uh, the, the X-ray things. Mm. And, uh, 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 it's called uh, uh, Encore Linear Accelerator, and uh, they, they have uh, really strange names, these things. Mm. Um, uh, like, let me see, a gun tree or leaves or uh, yeah, something like this. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, a lot of things. The simplest thing is uh, uh, the dentist's thrill. Oh, uh, everybody knows this. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I also recorded this, but uh, also these very, very uh, high technology machines. Uh, they are uh, in, in the field of uh, cancer therapies and, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I had the, uh, the opportunity uh, to go also in an, um, in an intensive uh, medicine room uh, where all these uh, uh, machines and instruments are they are uh, uh, they are working with sound uh, to give signals to the to the uh, medicine personnel uh, to that they have uh, that they know they have to watch for something mm, you know, mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. it makes beep 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 then they know ah i have to to do this and this and then it makes dot 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 then mm. they, they know uh, there's another situation they are very trained to listen to to these sounds mm -hmm. and uh, it was also interesting for me because for for uh, for a normal uh, uh, listening person it's terrible to to hear this uh, and very uh, disturbing, but they are all so trained on these sounds uh, that they know, ah, I have to do this, I have to go this way, or, or I have to 
handle that and it's very urgent or it's uh, not that urgent all these informations they get from these sounds mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really very interesting yeah and very very and very musical uh yes. for, for someone like yourself or someone like me or or other people who might be listening who who have sort of a um organic connection to music uh going into the doctor going into a hospital um being in front of one of these machines at first it might seem scary because you have these huge huge machines but then when you hear the noises that they make and you begin to associate them with associate these noises with music and musicality and rhythm or percussion or different kinds of things your i imagine your brain goes in a different direction and you start to exactly imagine things and even begin to conceptualize ideas um so for you you're in that you're in the hospital at this moment and yeah. ideas begin to come to you and i imagine at one point the doctors say okay listen we're going to talk to you about this and at the same time these ideas are flowing in your head of of all these experiences that you've had with these machines what were the first ideas for you what were they like? Um, yeah, uh, at first I I thought only on collecting, collecting, mm. collecting, collecting, mm. and uh, bring it to a, uh, in a melting pot and and see what happens with mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I I, I um, or at first it was uh, to to fight against this boring situation. Mm. You, you are in this machine for let's say twenty minutes or mm -hmm. more, and this uh, around. Uh, 40 times uh, in a row wow. uh, every day or every second day mm. and so I thought uh, I have to I have to do something <laughs> in mm. this time mm -hmm. and so I uh, asked for a recording uh, in this time and uh, exactly as you described uh, uh, it gives you your, uh, another uh, mind setting uh, it's not uh, only boring or a, a loose time uh, you you can do something and you can expect something and say, ah, maybe, maybe uh, this could be uh, something for something. Yeah. And, and so uh, I had uh, this uh, around 20 hours of uh, sounds collected uh, in times mm -hmm. after time. And um, then I started uh, uh, to bring it uh, in my uh, musical program. Mm -hmm. I'm. Uh, I work with uh, Imagic Logic. Mm -hmm. You may know it as a composer too. Yes. Uh, uh, it's my favorite uh, working bass, and uh, I, I put it therein, and then I uh, did some playings with them, and did some uh, uh, distortion or some uh, facing or uh, effects like this, uh, uh, and delays, and and all this stuff. And it starts to become fun. Hmm. And uh, then uh, uh, also by accident, I uh, uh, had another um, uh, uh, another music uh, uh, under under this. Uh, and I thought, oh, that, that sounds nice together. And mm. yeah, and so so it starts. Yeah, yeah. Do you I'm curious when you have these ideas, when you hear things, uh, because musicians hear things, composers hear things. Um, 
That is to say, we we take things in, we hear it, but we take things in with more than one sense of hearing. When you hear things musically, do you begin to associate them with texture or with a color or with a temperature? Um, these sounds that you began to collect and began to play with, what, what kind of identity did you begin to associate them with? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm a, uh, not that uh, colorful person. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, 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 I know uh, some of my friends and colleagues, uh, they are uh, gifted uh, to, to see colors, for mm. example, uh, mm. by, if they hear a special key of music or, or so. And uh, that's not, uh, I'm, I'm much more simple. And uh, uh, I like to, to uh, associate to to other music styles. Mm, okay. This, this is what I uh, what happens to me that it, it reminds me on uh, ah this was like like my friend Thomas played the recorder. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like this uh, so so uh, it starts uh, in my head. Mm. You were you were for example when you were in the MRT uh from what I've heard sometimes they tell the patient you cannot move. <laughs> was yeah. this was this the same for you? That you you were not allowed to move within the yeah yeah, yeah so so for totally, so, you have to be completely strictly oh, wow. uh, in the same position yeah. so you're beginning to hear this rhythm this sound in your head while you're in the machine and uh, you these ideas are coming to you I imagine this must have been a big challenge not to even you know count out a rhythm with your fingers or move or twitch. Uh, especially since you said some of it sounded like techno. Um, yeah. yeah, must have been an absolutely uh, uh, big challenge for you to not to not move. Yeah, but uh, uh, there, uh, I'm, uh, it was good for me that I am uh, such a bad dancer mm. uh, that uh, uh, if I moved with, with music, it's not uh, uh, the best situation in my life. Mm. <laughs> so, so after you after you uh, began to assemble all of these ideas, these sounds, and begin to sort of construct uh, an idea, uh, at what point did you suddenly realize you were building something special? Yeah, when uh, I realized it first when i uh, connected uh, the first music to uh, to this uh, strange sound mm -hmm. to this, uh, and uh, uh, to make this um, let's say the difference uh, or the, uh, the bow uh, it's uh, from uh, these sounds make you scare mm. uh, you're afraid of these sounds yeah uh, and in in the same in the same situation you are uh, full of hope that uh, this machine with this sound makes uh, your situation much better. You, you become a healing or, um, yeah, or some, uh, this is a big, uh, 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 a bow, uh, yeah, mm. I don't know the right one. It's uh, two sides of the same situation. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, you're scary mm -hmm. about that and you are uh, full of hope. Uh, in, in the same and uh, then I uh, looked for for music uh, who reminds me uh, uh, I have had the same feeling mm -hmm. and, and I, uh, 
I remembered uh, I did some recordings with uh, friends from Canada, from Quebec City, mm -hmm. um, great musicians there. And uh, we went into a church, uh, a big, big church, mm -hmm. and uh, did some recordings there with a drum set. Uh, and normally a drum set in the church is uh, horrible. Uh, yes, of this, uh, big, all, big, all the uh, reverb in the, in the great, there. yeah, you cannot uh, listen to any uh, clear uh, idea. And uh, this friend, Frederic Labrasseur, a mm -hmm. fantastic drummer, he said, That's my sound. And uh, he began uh, a firework of uh, uh, sounds, but it didn't sound like real uh, uh, drum solo, it mm -hmm. was more, more explosion. Mm. like this and he used uh, this uh, this terrible situation of this big river up mm. to make a real new um, quality of of what he's playing there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, i never heard it before uh, in this uh, kind of playing in a church yeah. I, i played a lot in churches and uh, i never met a, a drummer who played like this uh, who, uh, who uses uh, The, the difficult situation for a positive effect mm. and, um, and this reminded me on uh, 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 on the situation with these machines and I put these together and said yeah great it works and then the idea must have come at some point to create a visual story that you could match with this score with this musical score um, what, when did you, when did you decide that, you know what, it, it would be great to also put this on a film screen, to tell a story, uh, that I could match to this music. When did that come to you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's also uh, not that, uh, it, uh, how to say, um, it was a work I, uh, did, uh, as a, um, sound um, installation mm -hmm. for an art house uh, here in, in my hometown mm -hmm. and um, the, the director of this uh, kind of a museum at this uh, he asked yeah yeah give me this and we can uh, make this sound installation like this and this and uh, then he said ah but we are more museum and maybe we have to to see something it's hmm. only this listening i don't know uh, yeah and so he said, uh, give me something to see hmm. and okay Interesting. okay <laughs> then uh, if you want to have to see something uh, and uh, let's say two weeks before i met also by accident uh, a choreographer mm -hmm. he asked me um because uh, yeah um uh, uh, he he had heard about my works i i do here in in this country um and uh he asked me yeah we have to work together and i have a, a colleague he's uh, he has a beautiful uh machine uh, computer thing uh, live animation computer thing um and uh, we uh, we both together he and his uh, friend he does the computer things uh, we are working with dancers and we have uh, very special uh, visual visual ideas with this uh, and can create things you never seen before hmm. uh, and uh, he invited me 
uh, to come to his uh, uh, dance company house uh -huh. and uh, yeah, I went to to him and there was uh, I felt in love rapidly I have to mm. say mm. Uh, to this work that they did and um, then uh, two weeks later this uh, museum director came to me and said to me yeah I have to see something and I said okay uh, I have an idea uh, to uh, how it could work and uh, went back to to this choreographer and mm -hmm. asked him to to do a film uh, uh, for uh, do a visualization for this soundtrack mm. and he said yeah great i will do and uh -huh. i know the best dancer <laughs> who, who can do it <laughs> <laughs> i said okay then let's do uh, uh, how how much money i have to bring uh, and he said yeah it's not that much and yeah, and it was it was really a minimum budget, and uh -huh. uh, yeah, I asked for uh, by some uh, uh, by the government, and they said, yeah, of course, this uh, money, no problem. Hmm. And so I had the money, and uh, I had the the right people, and uh, then they started to work, and uh, uh, we started uh, uh, with this dancer I never saw before, Katarina uh -huh. Wunderlich. Uh -huh. who's, who's excellent who's excellent in this by yeah. the way uh, I, and and they uh, always ask me yeah what what should we do uh, else we, we did now this and we did now that and uh, what should we do uh, more than this and I said it is so beautiful what you do uh, I cannot uh, imagine you uh, you can do it better or, or other things it I'm totally um, surprised by by the effect and how it works together with uh, uh, while while filming this, mm. Yeah? Mm. Uh, I was totally uh, surprised uh, how it matches uh, together, and uh, and so I was very very happy when the cutter did his work and uh, uh, he asked me uh, to to change something and I said uh, maybe you have to change in in uh, the last words of uh, uh, <laughs> when. Uh, what's what's the name of this uh, uh, after the film the, the all the names come uh, uh, to see how how it, uh, who did uh, the work um, this was the only thing I uh, uh, I had to change something the whole mm -hmm. uh, the whole cutting process it was so uh, amazing I, I was totally uh, yeah satisfied did you did you imagine yourself uh, being becoming this kind of storyteller when you first began your career as a composer? Um, <clears throat> I, uh, <laughs> I uh, it's hard to uh, uh, remember how it all starts. I think, mm. uh, or but uh, but that's what I, I can tell something. Uh, okay. Um, I'm I'm born in the former uh, East Germany, mm. and uh, I was born as the son of a priest, uh, breach, uh, uh, and uh, this was not the best situation you could have in East former East Germany, mm -hmm. and uh, it was a bit hard to um, uh, to to get uh, open ways for education. Mm. So they didn't allow me because I, uh, my fa father was surprised. Uh, they didn't allow me to uh, study medicine, for example. Mm -hmm. I, I was very interested in to study medicine, and um, 
Yeah, because uh, in my uh, all my relatives uh, are very close to medicine, uh, and um, yeah, so it was for me. It was very interesting to do this. Uh, I also learned um, um, one of my professions was uh, to to work as a uh, don't know the male word for nurse. Okay, and and uh, oh, uh, I'm thinking in French. <laughs> in French, it's in Fremier. Um, but it, um, I guess a nurse practitioner, a nurse, I guess in English, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I learned this profession and I worked also two years in, uh, in surgery, um, as an assistant in surgery. Mm -hmm. and so I was uh, very familiar with all this uh, medical stuff. And um, yeah, and, uh, normally I would. Uh, uh, had uh, taken this way to the normal med medicine career and but it wasn't allowed to me because of this political system and uh, but uh, I don't know exactly why uh, to study music this was no problem mm -hmm. and uh, and I also was a um, yeah I played guitar uh, all day uh, as uh, young people do in, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. a special age uh, and I played guitar and bands and all this stuff and I said okay then I studied music uh, and uh, be became a musician and a composer and this I did for a long long time and have you and when you when you look back at your work before when you listen to some of your previous work and then you look at this this magnificent work uh that now has a visual identity as well as an audio identity. Um, do you begin, as we say, to connect the dots, to put the puzzle pieces together and say, hmm, uh, as a composer, I can add this to directing, or as a director, as a filmmaker, I can add this to my composing. Have you noticed things changing in terms of your, your work as a composer, as well as your work as a filmmaker because of this experience? Uh, yeah, of uh, uh, of course, it's it's uh, beautiful to uh, to complete a picture or or to make it more rich. Mm. Uh, 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 for a long time, I do uh, uh, create shows, uh, uh, or since a long time, I create shows, uh, uh, big events in. Uh, over whole cities and uh, and and this was a, another kind of a visualization of um, musical situations. Mm. Uh, to give you an example, I worked with um, uh, the typhoons of ships. You know, typhoons, mm. uh, mm. mm. sirens mm -hmm. of ships, mm -hmm. uh, uh, because we are here on the coast. Uh, uh, there's uh, every year a big um, meeting of uh, traditional. Uh, sailor ships, mm -hmm. and uh, I asked uh, around twenty-five uh, sailor ships to to uh, work with their typhoons uh, and uh, with a, a band of twenty persons uh, mm. on, uh, uh, on the land side, mm -hmm. uh, and and then uh, this was uh, I think uh, it was a line of around four kilometers. Wow. Uh, where the ships are, and then they all uh, they worked all together uh, with uh, uh, with uh, 
kind of a composition. Mm -hmm. uh, can, mm -hmm. yeah, it was a half an hour uh, piece of music. And, and this was, of course, also with a uh, very strong uh, aspect of uh, picture. Uh, because the people, the, the audience uh, went to the harbor and saw all the ships and saw how they worked together and the band to, the, to this. And this was also a kind of a picture uh, or a kind of a live movie, let's yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, kind of these works, I did a, uh, yeah, some of them. And, and now it was a much more concentrated uh, work here in this homodeus situation. Mm. And uh, first time I could use uh, uh, music I did in different uh, uh, stages of my life. Mm. Uh, there, uh, in the end, you can uh, listen to a very small um, a piece of music. I, I recorded, I think, in 1998 uh, uh, in, in, in a church. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, in the beginning, uh, you listen to uh, some, or, or I brought in some music uh, I did uh, uh, in 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, not, not 18, uh, 16. Uh, uh, so very different uh, parts of my uh, work are in in this uh, movie and so uh, what you told uh, about the dots come uh, connected together mm -hmm. uh, it, it happened uh, in the soundtrack itself mm -hmm. uh, so i could bring some uh, music uh, normally i couldn't bring together mm -hmm. uh, so i could it mix together and bring it to an uh, to an, uh, yeah, yeah let's say it's uh, uh, for me, it's uh, because of this dancing quality, it's uh, became a higher aspect for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a it's dialogue like, between the different music, yeah. the, the visual, like almost like a libretto. Um, listeners, our guest is Wolfgang Schmidt, who has brought to us the film Homo Dies. We have a clip for you to listen to. We'll be right back. This is the Flick Fair Film Festival official podcast. Maybe the problem is we don't have to say about the 
Be sure to get your Flick Fair Festival Pass at FlickFair.com. Find us here every week for the Flick Fair podcast for scintillating conversations with filmmakers and movers and shakers in the world of cinema. This is the Flick Fair podcast, and we are tuned in. Welcome back to the Flick Fair Film Festival official podcast with yours truly, Akil Wingate. Our guest is Wolfgang Schmidt, who has brought to us the absolutely stunning film, Homo Dias. Uh, Wolfgang, I was just thinking, listening to uh, the score, where you have this combination of pieces um, that come from different points of your life, uh, and then seeing this image of our wonderful dancer uh, on screen, um, I can only imagine how what kind of emotions it must have taken you through watching this for the very first time yourself, the finished film. What was what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I was. Um, of course, it was. Uh, I was a bit nervous uh, when when uh, the cutter sent me the link and then said, "Yeah, uh, um, uh, look at this and tell me your uh, impressions and your feelings." And uh, yeah, and uh, I thought uh, maybe um, I, I was afraid it couldn't uh, couldn't be that what I hoped, uh, but it was it was much more than I. Uh, thought that it mm. is mm. And, and, and so I was very very impressed and very happy and uh, uh, thankful for this uh, beautiful team I could work with and yeah you know what's what's uh, what's amazing is that um, uh, earlier you were talking about both fear and hope uh, in terms of uh, finding music that could could be both uh, spirits so to speak and you know, for example, Aristotle always talks about the the pathos that is created in storytelling when we have this uh, fear and pity uh, that builds up to this gigantic climax. Um, and on the same side, the same side uh, of this this movement towards our climax, we also have hope that things will work out the way that they we we want them to. Um, and Homo Deus has all of those elements, both behind the scenes in the way that the, the, the process of creation that you, you went through, everything from, from your, your experience in the hospital to um, uh, working on set and bringing all of these elements together. For you, I can only imagine that this really must have been sort of life imitates art, art imitates life. Uh, what would you call this genre of filmmaking how would you classify it the, the genre of this uh, film yeah your film in particular what would you call it yeah this is an interesting question because uh, uh, when we started i thought uh, it's a, a dance movie or mm. dance film. then uh, it was classified as an experimental film mm. um, and um, I know uh, we maybe talk later about uh, what comes up next, mm -hmm. uh, um, but uh, to say it uh, just now, uh, uh, when we did now the next movies, um, 
one of my colleagues and team player in this uh, told me, I, uh, he told, I think it's a new genre. Mm. It's a kind of a, a, a kind of a meditation movie. <laughs> yeah, so, I can uh, see yeah. that. I really I can see that there's there's some moments there's some beautiful moments in the the film there's some sequences where the dancer for example seems to have an out of body experience um we in the very beginning we see this sort of birth take place but go about uh, a third of the way into the movie there are these moments there's a there's a particular moment where she's standing on this cube and yeah. uh she's kind of silhouetted and her body sort of shakes and my first reaction was, okay, is that a special effect? Did they speed up the camera? Uh, is And then I looked at it and I thought, no, she's actually doing that. She's actually trembling and shaking at such a speed that it looks like it's been uh, sped up, that it's at high speed. Uh, yeah. And that's her doing the physical movement. And the way that it's lit makes it look kind of like the sort of experience you, you spoke of meditation, the sort of experience that a lot of people who are deeply thrust into meditation have when they have these sort of out of body experience. Um, would you yeah, say- yeah, That's would, interesting, sounds, sounds interesting, uh, your description, yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's two moments like that that are really, really compelling there where it, um, you have to look. You have to look at it as a as an audience member. You look at it twice because you can't tell if it's an effect that was done in post production or it were done in front of the camera, um, and and that also lends this other quality where it's it's like theater, um, except obviously it's not theater because we're not there in the audience. It's not live, but it has that feeling of theater to it as well. Um, yeah. Looking back at your at the at the experience, what did you say? What would you say you've learned the most about yourself as a storyteller, uh, having having created this uh, this piece? Yeah, um, I learned the most. <laughs> I have to say, um, it's great to have a great team. Mm. Yeah, this uh, uh, it's not. Um, uh, I'm I'm. Uh, very thankful for uh, to met these people I never met before, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, was uh, meeting by accidents. Uh, uh, like I met this uh, choreographer, and he told me, "Yeah, I know the best dancer for this project you uh, uh, you offer to to do with us." And and then the cameraman I never saw before. Uh, he did a great work, and and also this uh, this uh, special effects uh, co uh, computer thing. Uh, what uh, by the way, it, there is no uh, post production; it's all live computing. Wow, things. wow! This so it's so it's it's like a combination of the in the, in the moment in the moment of creating it. It's like it yeah. is theater. Yeah. Uh, uh, when it's done, uh, it's film. Uh, but uh, uh, the the dancer can uh, use this uh, computing animation thing uh, uh -huh. to 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 play with uh, mm. when she does uh, big movings uh, uh, for example uh, there, there's a situation uh, like like tears from her from her eyes mm. uh, and she she trained uh, to to climb uh, with the the uh, what's the name of this eye uh, uh, if you, um, you know what I mean? Oh, when, when you, you blink close, your eyes? 
Ja, ja, ja. And, mm. and as, uh, as fast as she does it, the mm. bigger these uh, kind of tears uh, uh, would be created by the computer. And, and so she could play with this. Wow. In life situation. Yeah. Do you and, do you see do you see this becoming uh, even more more uh, advanced in the next few years with all the different uh, improvements in technology and filmmaking? Do you can you imagine what uh, what this might be like uh, uh, in the next five years, for example? Yeah, of course, it uh, will be more and more uh, more possibilities, and uh, I think there are uh, there were a lot of possibilities. Uh, it starts uh, much uh, uh, in the uh, beginning of uh, two thousand. Uh, it was enormous um, possibilities. The, uh, um, they came to us, and uh, now it's uh, the question to uh, to humanize all these uh, and not to uh, to to do this all these post-production things mm. uh, it's for me it's more interesting to uh, uh, to see how interact uh, mm. a person a real person with this possibilities mm. but it's my uh, it's my uh, aspect or my do you do you have any advice for any of our composer filmmakers listening uh, in the audience Especially our young composer uh, filmmakers. Oh, that's hard. I, <laughs> I, I think I was a teacher uh, uh, for twenty years in, mm. uh, in high schools and and all this, and uh, it makes me a bit uh, less loud in this advising thing. <laughs> 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 I think uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's so uh, important to uh, to listen to the the own voice and and the own uh, uh, aspects of uh, what is my motivation mm. and, and you can learn it only by yourself. Ah yes, of course. There, there's a lot of handcraft. Uh, I can tell a, a young guy how to play guitar, uh, the, the the different chords, or how to uh, get faster on the fretboard, uh, or, or something like this. But uh, the real artistic, uh, the inner voice of real artistic, uh, this is a very very personal thing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, the future. Um, I'm sure you'll have many new fans uh, who've listened and will be watching Omodias over at flickfair.com. What uh, can uh, our listeners expect in the future? What are you working on next? Yeah. Um, I, it was not my plan uh, to, uh, to do uh, much more f uh, films, but uh, the the homo deus uh, film was uh, yeah uh, get so much uh, resonances to me and uh, also to uh, it, uh, get its prize from the uh, uh, new york world film festival and all this stuff and uh, so uh, uh, a lot of people came and said yeah maybe uh, this was a very good beginning go mm. on and do, do something more and uh, the, there was also possibilities to uh, get money for uh, to do more works like this and so um, 
uh, I started to think about uh, to complete uh, or the, to, uh, the, this Homo Deus uh, is uh, the inspiration of uh, for this name for the film. Uh, or it's, the ideas was uh, a book uh, you may know it uh, by Yuval Harari. Uh, Homo uh, sapiens. No, no, he, it's called Homo Deus. Uh, he wrote wrote a book Homo Deus. Ah yes, the, the 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 philosopher, uh, uh, the Israeli philosopher. Okay, exactly. yes, yes, Yuval okay, yes. Yuval, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote this book Homo Deus, and it was totally. Uh, I was totally impressed from this book, and so it came to this name. And then I wrote uh, more of his books, and I met this book, uh, a small. Uh, history of uh, human being or something like this. Uh, I only know this in, in German, Geschichte der Menschheit. And uh, in this uh, book, the second book I read uh, from him, uh, it was an earlier book, but uh, I read it later. Uh, um, he described uh, the process of, uh, uh, of uh, human beings is, uh, starts from Homo erectus, mm -hmm. Uh, over Homo uh, sapiens, what we are just now, mm -hmm. and uh, going to uh, to where we are on the border to this Homo Deus uh, mm -hmm. personality, and and I thought, okay, uh, this is very interesting. Maybe uh, we can do a, a kind of a trilogy from this, um, mm -hmm. and so I thought about how to uh, uh, to to work for. Uh, Homo erectus uh, mm -hmm. uh, version and also for Homo sapiens version. Mm -hmm. And um, um, I, I actually, uh, uh, we are in the last uh, things of the Homo erectus, we, mm -hmm. we did it now. Uh -huh. uh, and there I uh, used, uh, because the beginning of everything uh, in humans uh, is uh, the breath. Mm. And so I recorded, uh, let's say, 180 breath takings. Wow. And um, different uh, styles and uh, completely different situations uh, from fear to happiness, uh, also sexual things and all everything in, in uh, breath, uh, sports, uh, sport guys and everything. Mm. And, uh, put it also together to, to music, and uh, and uh, so it was uh, this uh, touching nature to human, mm -hmm. uh, connected by breath. This is the the the, the world of Homo erectus. Mm -hmm. Let's say uh, it's all very connected to nature, and uh, yeah, and uh, in the middle. Uh, there we are in the middle of the work also uh, of, uh, to this homo sapiens thing mm -hmm. uh, for me it's uh, the, uh, the meeting uh, of human being and human human being uh, mm -hmm. uh, man and man uh, mm -hmm. to, uh, it's uh, humans thing and uh, there i used uh, the heartbeats I recorded mm. uh, heartbeats uh, uh -huh. uh, a lot and um, I have a digital uh, stethoscope uh, for medicine and uh, used uh, these uh, 
things and uh, we also <clears throat> connected it to a, a situation a friend of mine uh, he's an engineer he developed a, a, a kind of an uh, art heart uh, kind of an, uh, machine mm -hmm. uh, uh, they uh, if you if your heart is uh, uh, useless is too sick to to work mm -hmm. and you don't have actually the possibility to find someone who gives his heart to you mm -hmm. uh, they give you a kind of a pump mm. uh, so it's like an artificial uh, heart pump exactly yeah wow, wow. and um, and this uh, so you can survive uh, two years or three years with this and uh, to to wait for for a possibility to to have a uh, a transplant yeah a, a transplant yes exactly yeah um, and and uh, the interesting thing in this is uh, this pump does work beautiful does all the work uh, you have to but it doesn't beat hmm uh, uh, it's completely silent wow uh, or or, or uh, in in an in, or in a uh, sound who's uh, completely not uh, with an amplitude hmm. so so when someone who has um a who has a sick heart let's say well i'm yeah. trying to find the right word to say who who has a heart that's failing them and they begin to use this machine uh, does their heart continue to make a sound, to thump, to beat, or do they become less and less? Well, I, I don't know. This is a, is a strange question for me to be asking, but do, someone who begins to use this machine, whose own heart is uh, failing them, do yeah, the, the, does their does their heart continue to thump and to drum? No, uh, their their heart is uh, uh, totally out. out oh, of wow. The so then there, uh, there's no cut. sound coming from them at this yeah, point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They wow cut, uh, this uh the the, the arteria and the vena uh, uh all these uh, blood things uh, mm. cut it from the uh, organic heart and put it to this uh, pump wow wow so it's, uh, so it's the silence in the, in the body <laughs> wow that's uh, uh that's that's uh, amazing to hear wow yeah, that's a really crazy thing and uh we also uh, uh this is uh, the thing uh, we have to do uh, next weeks uh, uh to to bring this also in the movie at the moment uh, they cut uh the uh, the blood uh, the venous and the arteria from from the heart and put it to the pump mm -hmm. uh, this is a kind of a part of this movie we do uh, well, must and, it, and, uh -huh. and then it's silence Wow, in the movie. When can uh, when can uh, our listeners and fans uh, expect to see these uh, these next uh, parts of your trilogy? Uh, I think we will finish uh, uh, these both uh, parts uh, in July. Okay, mm -hmm. and then we will bring it to the uh, we offered it to uh, to the festivals or wherever it is uh, this it will be like a triptychon uh, uh -huh. this uh, homo deus is a 15 minute piece and the homo erectus will be also 15 or 16 minute uh, piece and the homo sapiens the thing with the heart because it it's our just now reality it's a 30 minute uh, situation. Mm. Mm. so if you uh, like like in, in in church this uh what's what's the name of the 
uh, when you go to church, you have to order the Striptychon. Oh, yes, that's the, the, you, for the whole mass. Yes. Yeah, uh, you can put it on and uh, close it uh, together. You, mm. you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's like a triptych. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, where where can where can uh, our listeners find you? Uh, is there a website or social media that uh, they can keep uh, up with all your latest news? Uh, yeah, I have a Vimeo channel mm -hmm. um, under my name, and also my website. Uh, there are the uh, yeah, there I will bring it. Well, Wolfgang, thank you so much for for joining us. It has absolutely been an absolute pleasure talking to you uh uh absolutely fascinating fascinating conversation talking to you about your film homo dies thank you so much for being a I part have of to thank you that you <laughs> listen to my english <laughs> no it was excellent that. excellent <laughs> excellent excellent and and listeners as you can hear we've come to the end of yet another flick fair film festival official podcast but don't worry we will be back next week with another guest as exciting as wolfgang has been uh so until then Take care.